What's up, y'all? It's Daniel Yershumalier, and this is Fresh Kicks for Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. Around Christmas time in 2021, I made a video imploring Nike to not only release more colorways of their Jordan 1 Zoom Air Comfort, but to release this silhouette in the iconic colorways of the Air Jordan 1. This was brought on by my love of the silhouette and the, well, comfort that it provides in the fact that Nike released a bread colorway of the Zoom Air Comfort. Since first debuting back in 2019 through Jordan Brand's Fearless Ones capsule, the Air Jordan 1 High Zoom Comfort has its fans and devotees, but true to form, they're the haters that complain that if it's not something MJ himself wore, or at the very least, a Jordan 1 Retro High, then it's quote unquote trash. And while it's not exactly the highly coveted Air Jordan 1 Retro High G, it bears a near identical shape and has dropped striking GR colorways and collaborations in the last couple of years. And in 2022, Nike is set to expand the model's catalog with two new patent colorways. The first is a Bulls-inspired nod almost as compelling as the past holiday's patent bread for the Air Jordan 1. In color blocking, the pair is reminiscent of the satin snake colorway that released back in 2020. Obviously, there is no reptilian skin, and the titular satin is replaced with bright red patent across the toe, eye stays, and ankle flats. Black and white neutrals fill in the rest of the upper, opting for a much flatter assembly of tumbled leathers. And what's more, the sole is given a sail finish, rounding out the shoe with a subtle vintage effect. Some are nicknaming the shoe the patent red, while there have also been others who refer to this as the Chicago slash black toe. In addition to this Bulls colorway, Jordan Brand will also be releasing a purple patent colorway. This offering features a purple and black leather base with purple patent leather overlays. A white perforated leather toe box and tongue are found with Zoom Air tongue tags, while the signature cutout swooshes sit atop a white midsole and sole with purple trim. Both of these colorways are set to release sometime in 2022 and will retail for 140 US American dollars. Now, as I have said time and time again in my reviews of the Nike Air Jordan 1 and the Zoom Air Comfort, I don't find the Jordan 1 comfortable, and I realize that a lot of people feel the same way. Now, I have to clarify that I am not wearing these shoes to ball. I don't hoop. I don't shoot the J. I wear them for lifestyle purposes because I like the way they look. I like the colors that they do, and it's just a really iconic silhouette, and it looks good casually, and it looks good business casual, and yeah, in some ways, it can look good professional. But if I'm going to wear that shoe for longer than maybe two hours, I have to replace the insole. And so I'm usually using either a Superfeet insole, I'm blue, not green, or I know some of those that put a, is it a Hefalux? It's that fake boost kind of foam. They put it in there so that they too can get a more comfortable ride. But honestly, once I tried the Zoom Air Comfort, I realized what I was missing. And it was that Zoom Air, obviously, that offers the comfort that a React or a Boost shoe would offer. And again, I realize that a lot of people don't like the silhouette because it's not original. It's not OG. MJ never wore it. Well, we don't know that he never wore it. We just didn't see him ball wearing that shoe because it didn't exist. But when it comes to comfort, 
The Zoom Air Comfort is head and shoulders by far, not even a question, way more comfortable. And I don't have to change the insole. I don't have to do anything in order to wear that shoe every day, all day for a long amount of time. Whereas with the Jordan 1, I better change that insole, especially plus four hours, or I'm gonna have lots and lots of foot fatigue. Now, upon seeing official photos of this patent red Zoom Air Comfort, one of my friends, the Drip Doctor, Josh Simpson, who appeared on an episode of Let's Kick It on my YouTube channel, messaged me. And what he said was this, no one wants those Zooms, not ever, but rest assured they will sell out within minutes or seconds on release somehow. And what's interesting about that comment is that what he was alluding to was if you look at comments on any Instagram or Twitter or any news about this particular colorway or any of the Nike Zoom Air Comfort silhouettes, people are putting trash emojis, they're putting vomit emojis, they're putting all kinds of things that basically go, oh, these are bricks, they're going to sit, nobody wants these, give us the OG Chicago Air Jordan 1s. And I would love for those people to keep up that same energy on release day. But honestly, that's not going to happen. And we know why, because once The Last Dance came out and once people started to realize that sneaker reselling is the modern day lemonade stand, well, anything with Jordan in the name, whether it's a low, a mid, a high, or in this case, a comfort, it's gonna sell out. And people are going to keep them and hold them in the hopes of flipping them for just a little bit of profit. And I'm not here to argue about the necessity or the non-necessity of having sneaker resellers or bots or any of that stuff. That's not what this is about. On the one hand, honestly, I don't feel this is great for people who really want these shoes because people like me love them. I want to wear them. I'm going to take them out of the box. I'm going to put them on. I'm going to relace them the way I want to lace them. I'm going to make a review about it. And then when the time is right, when the day is appropriate, I'm going to wear this shoe and I'm going to love to wear this shoe. Not going to worry about creases, honestly, because these shoes crease a little bit less than the Jordan ones, but I'm going to wear them. Don't even matter where I wear them. I'll wash them a little bit when I get home, you know, wash the midsole, the outsole, put them back in my box and they will live to be worn another day. And that's not special to the Comfort Zoom Air. That's how I treat all of my shoes. I wear my shoes. I just haven't worn all of them yet. I'm going to get there, but I haven't done. But on the other hand, we do need there to be a great deal of want and hype because we need the Zoom Air Comforts to sell out. Because if they sell out, Nike sees that there's a want, there's a desire, there is a demand for it. So they'll go, oh, what if we released all of our iconic colorways in the Zoom Air Comfort? It's going to sell out. The kids want them. The people demand it. And so it's this weird dichotomy of me wanting the shoes to not sit, but be able to be grabbed. And I guess that would have to mean that there's not a big rush of bots or resellers or anything like that. It just, there's got to be a happy medium, right? Because I don't want to pay resell. But at the same time, I need there to be some hype. I need there to be a want so that Nike doesn't stop making this silhouette. And maybe they won't stop making it. Maybe they've realized we're going to do this. The shoe has enough mojo. It's got enough sauce. People like the shoe enough. Let's go for it. But I don't know that that's the case. And I don't know enough about, I don't want to say sneaker capitalism, but it's it's like anything, right? Like if, if there's no demand, they're going to cut back on supply and then make it even harder to get. So in a way... We need this shoe to sell out. We need people to create hype by buying them instantly, by using bots, by using sneaker resellers, and by upping the price on resale markets so that Nike, who is very well aware of the resale market and resellers and bots and all of that stuff, we need them to see it, right? We need them to see that the shoe is in desire so they'll keep making it and I can get or you can get or any of us that are fans of the Zoom Air Comforts can get 
the OG colorways. We can get the band colorway. We can get the Chicago. We can get the shadow. We can get the shattered backboard. Name an iconic Jordan 1 colorway. I want it on the Zoom Air Comfort, and I think we're going to have to make a deal with the devil, right? The the devil, what is it? The enemy, the friend of my enemy is my enemy, or is it the enemy of my friend is my friend? I forget what the saying is. It doesn't really matter, but we all have the same goals, right? Like I want this shoe to keep existing. And so I guess I'm going to need the resellers to do their thing so we can create some hype and desire and want so that these colorways of this silhouette will keep coming out because I love this shoe. I love the way it feels. I love the design. I love everything about the shoe. I love how it looks deconstructed. I like the squishy sole. I don't play basketball in them. I don't do anything in this, but stunt and flex on some fools and nerds. So for those purposes, just like on Shartak, I'm in. I want these shoes in all the colorways. So we're going to have to just uh, agree. You know, it's like on that movie that was about NWA. I forgot what it was called. Straight out, straight out Compton. You know, there's that iconic picture and scene where the Bloods and the Crips have their red and blue bandanas tied in a knot and they're holding them up in a sign of solidarity. It's almost like this. I'm going to have to make a deal with the sneaker resellers and whatnot and go, okay, I need you to do your thing. Not until I get my own pair first because I need there to be desire. And I suppose at the end of the day, we just have to understand, accept that everything about shoes now and ever has been is about business. It's always been about business, right? There's nobody in corporate America or corporate global corporatism or whatever. Those aren't the right words going like, yeah, but why don't we charge a little less Let's for the community, for the culture? Nobody's doing that. As Sneaker Grandpa said on a previous episode of Let's Kick It, sneakers are now a commodity. And that's true. There, You can, I mean, I, look, I've dabbled in crypto. I, I had fun with some Dogecoin. I had fun with a little Bitcoin and ETH and whatever. But it's all made up, right? When you come down to it, it all exists in the ether. Like, it's wild to me. Uh, I'm very fascinated by it. I'm not turned off by it. And if you're into it, you do you because you're probably going to make way more money on it than I ever could. But sneakers you, are tangible objects. You can hold them. You can smell them. You could lick them. You can wear them. So they are a commodity Probably in a little bit, I don't know, if you're paying $180 for a Jordan, you can sell it for $300. That's a pretty good investment, right? But that investment, that professionalism, that business, it's long since included resellers, right? Even for quote unquote unhyped shoes like these Zoom Air Comforts. You know, hype works in a crazy way and we, we need this hype. We need this hype. So hopefully I'll be able to grab these two colorways for retail. But if not, maybe the markup won't be so bad. And uh, I'll be able to stunt on some nerds in this patent red and patent purple and patent shattered backboard <laughs> Zoom Air Comforts. So if you see me rolling, don't be hating. And before we go, a quick rundown of a few of the sneakers dropping this week. Uh, the week of Monday, January 10th, which goes all the way to January 16th or 17th. Most sneakers will release by this Saturday. We have the Nike Dunk Low White Pink for Women, which will retail for 85 US American dollars, releasing on January 14th. The Reebok Zig Connecticut 2 Edge in the brown green colorway, retailing for 130 US American dollars, also on January 14th. The Nike Air Jordan 4 Retro Red Thunder for 190 US American dollars, releasing on January 14th. And my favorite upcoming release of the week, the Adidas and Y3 Runner 4D Halo, which is the core black and white colorway, retailing for 400 US American dollars, of course, releasing on January 14th. 
Now, the partnership between Adidas and Yoji Yamamoto, pardon if I miscorrected, if I mispronounced it, known as Y3, continues into 2022, marking a full 20 years of the collaboration between the German sportswear brand and the Japanese fashion designer. Now, this upper is composed of two layers of knit material. We have prime knit, which is probably the prime blue, which is the parley recycled plastic material. I can't be certain on that until I see it in real life. Uh, so it's the prime knit and a loose knit mesh outer layer acting as kind of a knit cage. And we see the signature Adidas three-stripe branding subtly displayed with white strings against the black backdrop. And then finally, we've got a thick with two Cs or a Q, 3D printed sole with spiked grooves out on the outsole, adding a finishing touch. It's a quirky looking shoe. I really dig it. I don't know that I would ever buy it. And I certainly don't know if I would ever wear it other than for a sneaker review. But I think it's super cool, especially the way it's got, I mean, it looks like it's gonna breathe really well with what looks like a neoprene type of wraparound, ultra boost inspired foot collar. You have your pull tab, uh, you have the perforations or speed holes on the upper in the black, but then again, that crazy white pipe string three stripes, which goes through the perforations on the 3D, 4D outsole. So it's a super cool looking shoe. I totally dig it. As all with the Y3 shoes, gosh, they're so expensive. So expensive. I have paid retail maybe once for a Y3 shoe. Other times I just wait it out, find it on sale at a shop or find it less than retail on your favorite resale site. Either way, it's a good looking shoe. It's cool. And if interested, it drops later this weekend. And that is Fresh Kicks for Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. Fresh Kicks is recorded, edited, and produced by me, Daniel Montoy Jr. in Austin, Texas. Our graphic is created by Rachel Montañez, and our music is provided by Epidemic Sound. You can follow us on Instagram at the Schumalier and on Twitter at Daniel Montoya Jr. And for more sneaker, fashion, and pop culture related content, be sure to subscribe to the Schumalier on YouTube. And don't forget to click that notification bell. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Fresh Kicks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. So to all of you out there, wherever you are, thanks for listening. Stay tuned and just chill. Till the next episode. <laughs>